Hello there. Welcome to this Real Life Church podcast. I want to thank you for joining me. On uh, this podcast, we're going through the New City Catechism. Uh, the New City Catechism is a, it's a new catechism, or more modern one, I should say. I think it was put together in 2017. Um, that uh, covers a whole range of, what I would say is the, generally speaking, the whole range of Orthodox Christian doctrines. And uh really does it, I think, in a fine way that enables you to get through it in 52 weeks. There's 52 questions and answers, and so we're just making our way through this. What I'm doing in this podcast is just offering a bit of commentary for each of the questions and answers. And so in this episode, we're going to cover, uh, we're going to cover question 42. Question 42 asks this, how is the Word of God to be read and heard? How is the Word of God to be read and heard? And the answer is fantastic. Uh, the, the answer is this. With diligence, preparation, and prayer, so that we may accept it with faith, store it in our hearts, and practice it with our lives. So I hope it goes without saying that the Bible, or the Word of God, is not just like any other book. It's not just another book on your shelf. The Bible is God's very words. The scriptures alone um, can be described as, uh, well, as they are described in the Bible, as God-breathed, uh, the very breath of God. It is, it is as though God opens his mouth, opens his lips, and exhales, and speaks to us. Uh, that's what the scriptures are. And therefore, what the Bible speaks, God speaks. And what the Bible speaks, God speaks to us, and he wants us to hear, and he wants us to understand, and he wants us to, uh, to respond appropriately. And quite frankly, this really ought to jar us, the fact that the God of the universe speaks to us in this way, in a, in a way that, that really is accessible to us. We don't, have to, we don't have to go into a closet and try really hard to listen uh, and discern uh, a voice that we may hear in our heart is this God, is this something, somebody else or something else or just me? Um, we have a book and God speaks to us through it. This ought to jar us that the God of the universe speaks with such clarity um, and such accessibility to us. But unfortunately, we, we often approach the Bible with way too much casualness or too, too much flippancy, I think. Sometimes we approach the Bible completely distracted. We live in a world where there are millions of distractions, and that's we approach the Bible, and we approach it with our minds going in a hundred different directions. Other times we approach the Bible as though it's, uh, you know, we, we kind of approach it in a hurry, as though it's merely something to be checked off of a list or something. Sometimes we can even approach the Bible like a genie in a bottle, Right? We, we flip it open, we look for some magical word that's going to give us what we want or need for the day. Um, to all of those ways of approaching the Bible, the answer to question 42 is extremely helpful, and quite frankly, for all of us. And we probably have all approached the Bible in one or more of those ways, distracted, in a hurry, as a, as a kind of magical uh, potion or something like that. So, the answer to question 42 is very helpful. The answer, again, says this, with diligence, preparation, 
and prayer so that we may accept it with faith, store it in our hearts, and practice it with our lives. Let's think about that just for, for a moment. With diligence, with seriousness, with a, a workman mentality. A diligent worker is a worker who works hard. And we ought to approach the Bible with that mentality that, that we're going to work. We're, we're, we're behaving like a workman, like a farmer in the field, so to speak. But we also approach the Bible, hearing, reading and hearing it with preparation. This is so important. A heart that is prepared to think, to read, to understand, to receive what God's word says is extremely important. And the answer says with prayer. And I think this is important. We, we approach the scriptures with prayer in the sense that before we open the scriptures, we have a prayerful heart, a prayerful attitude, a prayerful mind. But even during our reading of scripture, I, I sometimes think of uh, the reading of scripture as a back and forth conversation with God where he speaks to us through the word and we respond in prayer. And if, if you remember from a few episodes back, prayer in, includes praise and confession and petition and thanksgiving. And I think our interactions with God in our approach to scripture ought to have the same ingredients. We ought to we ought to pray. We ought to be praising God as we read scripture. When we read a promise or some glorious truth that is true for us, we ought to praise God for it. When when we're approached or or I should say confronted with with sin through the scriptures because God deals with us in scripture and he deals with our hearts at a very deep level, we ought to confess our sin. And when we are, when we're uh, hearing God speak to us about a matter that that uh, stirs up the need to petition God, to seek Him, to ask Him for help, or to ask Him for the things that we need or the things that He wants us to have that we lack, we ought to petition Him. And of course, Thanksgiving, when we when we read about the work of Christ on our behalf, we there ought to we ought to. We got to say thank you, God, for this truth that I'm reading today. All of these things uh, ought to be part of our approach to Scripture. But then the answer goes on to say that so, we, so that we may respond appropriately. And, and I love how I love all that the answer says about how we ought to respond to God appropriately. It says that we ought to respond in faith. We ought to accept it with faith. Um, so we want to read with faith. We want to read with believing. Um, that God is speaking to us and what he says is true and can be, uh, can be taken to the bank because he's God. Um, we ought to store it in our hearts, which I think includes both meditation and memorization. So again, we, we, we want to respond by storing God's word in our hearts, thinking about it, meditating on it, memorizing it. Memorizing scripture is so important. And then, of course, the last thing, we, the last way we want to respond is we want to practice it. We don't want to just, we don't want to just hear it. We want to do what it says. Like James says in uh, James chapter one, we want to not be forgetful hearers, but effectual doers of the word. So this is how we are to be a people of the Bible, right? Trusting in the divine nature of scripture its power, its authority, its sufficiency. We want to approach it 
with diligence, preparation, and prayer so that we may accept it in faith, store it in our hearts, and practice it with our lives. Really, we should approach the scriptures the same way we would approach God himself if he were to summon us to stand before him. And here's the thing. He does. That's exactly what he does through scripture. He summons us to come and hear what he has to say. When we approach the Bible, it is as if the God of the universe says to us, come and listen and I will speak to you. You know, it was said of John Bunyan, I think it was Charles Spurgeon who said of him, that if you pricked him, he would bleed Bibline, or he would bleed the Bible. It was as though the Bible was coursing through his veins. He was so full of scripture. And if you've ever read The Pilgrim's Progress, you can see that in his writing. It's so rich with scripture. If you pricked him, he bled He would bleed Bibline. Well, may that increasingly be able to be said of us, that if you were to prick us, we would bleed the Bible because we are, it it is so in our minds and hearts and making its way into our lives so that we accept it in faith, store it in our hearts and practice it with our lives. So again, question 42 asks, how is the word of God to be read and and heard? Uh, The answer with diligence preparation and prayer so that we may accept it with faith, store it in our hearts, and practice it with our lives. The scripture that goes with question 42 is 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17, really the go-to passage on on the essential nature of scripture. Here's what it says. All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. Well, thanks for joining me for this episode. And until next time, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Spirit be with you.